Hey, kid. Yeah? Yeah, you. Me? Yeah. Come over here. I got a... I got a new podcast for you. It's where two... Two random strangers from across the country talk about five random things and one of the strangers plays a song. What do you think? I think that sounds great, mister. Then this is the podcast for you, lady. This is Five Things in a Song with Almond Patrick. I can't wait to hear that and mixed in with our, our theme music. <laughs> it's going to sound like sex. Does everybody realize that you wrote the theme music on this podcast? I mean, I think they should be impressed. Thank you. Yes, I made the music. It's actually a solo album that I'm working on. Yeah? This last weekend, my band was playing a show, and it was a really good show and a lot of fun. People in the crowd were really, really nice. Flashbulb fires? Flashbulb fires. And this man came up to me. I was sitting at the bar with my girlfriend, and uh, he's, like, very polite at first. He's like, excuse me, I don't mean to be rude. I don't mean to interrupt your conversation, but first of all, I just want to let you know that your girl looks like Snow White. And then my girlfriend just kind of, like, rolled her eyes a little bit. And then he's like, I've never been, you know, more impressed by a band uh, who who I've never heard before in one set, so good job and all this stuff. And then I was like, like, what a nice guy. And then just kind of throughout the night, he got drunker. And then he came up to me and and bought me a shot. And then he's like, so so what if Snow White came over to my house with me and my girl? And I was kind of like, ah, damn it. Like, he was really big. I think somewhere in the con- what, like you're afraid that if you did if you said no he would beat you up. No, I'm. I was like, dude, you don't go up to a guy and ask if his girlfriend can come over to your house for a threesome, especially a guy who you just thought played a good show. <laughs> like, why? Are you- yeah, that is rude. It well, it was just, what the fuck? It was. I don't know. It, he was really so big. Does your, does your girlfriend have uh, ruby red lips and skin as white as snow? Uh, no, but I could see why he thought she looked like Snow White. I don't, I don't know. There's just, maybe his thing was Disney characters or something. But he also claimed to be Tommy Lee's uh, ex-bodyguard. And he was a big man. So I don't yeah. know. Maybe that was half true or something. Either way. Well, who cares if it is? It's not really giving you that much clout, right? Yeah. I just was like, please fucking stop saying that to my what's, girlfriend. What's Tommy Lee's claim to fame? Pamela Anderson porno boat movie? Yeah, he's got a very large penis, apparently. Okay, so I want to talk about food corporate slogans. That's a weird way to put this. I don't know if it's a slogan or a motto, but for example... It's a slogan. It's a slogan, okay. So I I think, obviously, not just in America, but in the world, there's a huge problem with obesity, and that's because uh, we have fast food companies with you know, brilliant marketing and just the worst sort of food that's like scientifically engineered to taste good and uh, not cost a lot of money. And so we have a huge problem with that. In yeah, my, in I mean, my I don't know. I think that even if the marketing wasn't so brilliant that people would eat the shit out yeah, of it. Yeah, that, yeah. But I think I'm going to argue right now that there, that some of these companies, some of these restaurants and food companies are making the connection between happiness and fulfillment and food. For example, for example, Taco Bell's slogan is live Moss or live more. Right. I mean, I did, I've not heard that one. Is that new? Yeah. I, w- I went to different websites and just looked at their slogans because I like to do that sort of shit just with my free time. <laughs> but li- live more. Like, live more, live deeply, eat Taco Bell. That It's so funny because if you eat that regularly, that will make you live less, like a, like live less amount of time. Right. Another one is help yourself to happiness, Golden Corral. Oh, I've been to Golden Corral once. 
they opened one in Bakersfield and I went and the most disturbing thing I ever saw was the chocolate fountain. Oh, because like little kids were like splashing in it. <laughs> and I thought, what if I just ducked my head under there and washed my hair? Oh, in my the chocolate God. fountain. That would just be so disgusting. You'd be helping Anywho. yourself to happiness. I, I know exactly. Oh, I'm not happy until I wash my hair in the chocolate fountain at Golden Corral. <laughs> Okay, if you walk into a restaurant and 80% of the people in there are obese, then you know. Yeah, there's a connection. You know you're in for a treat, really. <laughs> there's a there's a problem here. Uh, another one is good mood food, and that's Wendy's slogan. They must have different slogans in Denver. I feel like I've never heard any of these. This is so weird. Well, there's these shitty Wendy's commercials, and it's like, I don't know, there's this attractive redhead redheaded girl who obviously yes. doesn't eat at Wendy's because she's fit and you know some actress from LA probably and she's just kind of really quirky and I think they may, they mean her to be the Wendy's girl sort right. of maybe but all grown up I don't know it's kind of weird and then at the end it's a dude and he's like good mood food just and he's just singing it or something <laughs> good mood okay. food thank you for reliving that uh Olive Garden when you're here your family I have heard that one that is just, let's actually think about what they're saying. When you're in our corporate restaurant, you are family. We would die for you. We will, <laughs> we will when you walk down the aisle, when you get married, we will, we will weep for you. Hi, I'm Samantha. I'll be taking care of you tonight. Also, I'll jump in front of a bullet if one happens to come your way. <laughs> yeah, I tweeted uh, at Olive Garden when you're there, your family. So I like to say hi, mom, to the 17-year-old hostess. which is creepy and then no rules just right at back steakhouse yep Uh, yeah that one was always weird to me grammatically (laughs) no rules just right (laughs) just right what that's like right said fred almost yeah uh, but they're they're saying just right kind of like uh, you know forget about the pressures of daily life when you're here there's no rules like get that steak buddy get the big one I like that there's no rules because usually there's a rule against eating 5,000 calories in one bloomin' onion, but if there's no rules while you're there, you can just go ahead and have one. (laughs) I love the Olive Garden and Outback Steakhouse slogans because they're these really emotional slogans. They're these really powerful messages that they're sending out, but they are the most corporate out of these restaurants. The bigger the corporation, the more money you can spend on the best marketing available. Yeah, and this, this shit is golden. I mean, this is... I don't know. It worked on me. I mean, I, I go there at least three times a week to the Outback Steakhouse. And uh, yeah, I just sit there alone and I uh, I just don't follow any rules and it's just right. You know what I mean? I always thought the McDonald's uh, slogan, the new the newest, the one that's been around for the last couple of years, uh, I'm loving it. <laughs> it seemed kind of like, why don't you just go, I be loving this shit? When you're like, oh, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Like, if that didn't exist in a McDonald's ad, then somebody would be saying that about a song or uh, something funny on TV. It's just so casual. And they're saying, no, 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 we're not a big corporation. We're like you. We speak like you. We act like you. You know, come on in. Get a burger. When you're here, you're family. Come on. Hey, buddy. Come on. I want to talk about things that you get that change your life. <laughs> well, so this week I got 
a new bunny. Ah, what's his name? Banana. <laughs> and he's a girl. Oh, he, he's he's a girl. He's a girl. Oh, so he he has a bunny vagina. Uh, I, apparently, I haven't seen it, but apparently, that's what he's got. That's a lot of trust. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Well, if you've never looked down there, you don't know if it's got a bunny dick or a bunny pussy. Yeah. So you know how um, I I volunteered at the bunny orphanage, and um, ever since then, I've kind of wanted a bunny, Uh, you know, a new one, because my old one died. Um, And you know how some women get, like, they start getting this maternal instinct where they start wanting a baby, or especially if they see another baby, they'll start wanting one? Has that ever happened to you? (laughs) That I want a baby? Or, yeah. Well, what actually happens to me more often is the fierce... Uh, opposite of what you just said. Like, wow, I don't want a kid. (laughs) I feel the same way. I've never had that. I've never started feeling mommy pangs like I'm supposed to. But I definitely felt mommy pangs when I was at the bunny orphanage because I started wanting one really badly. How could you not? Uh, I mean, please. Some of them are, like, messed up. You don't really... Some of those bunnies you don't want, but... This one, I did see one that was, she was sleeping so hard. She looked like she was dead. And, but then when I woke her up, she started doing cute things all, all automatically. Aww. Um, she started doing cute things like standing on her hind legs and, um, you know, putting her nose in my hand. So I'll pet her. <laughs> so fell in love with her immediately. Um, and, and then I, I kind of went into expectant mother mode. Where I didn't, I didn't tell them I wanted to adopt anything, but I started like building a nursery in my home. <laughs> I spent a Saturday building a condo out of um, like wire squares, a bunny condo, I should oh. say. And uh, yeah, and then I started getting really anxious and and sort of impatient. Like I wanted the, I wanted somebody to be living in there now, kind of like how a mom paints a nursery and gets it ready like eight months in advance. <laughs> I always think it's funny when moms will paint a nursery as if the kid is going to come out and, like, compliment her on it. I think it's even funnier that you made a fucking bunny nursery. Yeah, it wasn't really a nursery. It's just a place for the bunny to live because they have to have a cage. So a cage. (laughs) I don't like to call it a cage or, like, a baby jail, which is what it is. Then what is it? I mean... It is a cage. it's It's a wired cube... Uh, that it's not a cube. It's three stories. It's got two side bedrooms. It's not. It's not really a cage. How is it three stories? What the fuck Dude, is this? There's levels. Thing? I went all out. I oh wanted this God. place to be really cool. It just sort of sounds like a futuristic bunny fortress for the, and then that this little bunny is gonna have to grow up and it then is. learn how to navigate. In order to get in, she has to put her paw on a little uh, sensor, and that unlocks it. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy and, and then a hologram security, of like to, to make sure that no one breaks in when she's gone and then a hologram of your face appears and it's like good morning <laughs> banana how are you and then eventually the plot of her uh happens but just with the bunny instead i of, fall in uh, love with the pet no oh, the, pet the pet falls, falls in, in love, love with, with like hologram. yeah which could be you i guess it is she's got this problem where her teeth don't line up so they have to be trimmed it's, which is really <laughs> scary, but I'm I'm up for the challenge, I guess, because I really like her. Oh well, congratulations Thank on the little you. bunny, adorable. Do you um um? I know you really like dogs. Fucking love. I mean, 
Jesus. I oh, I love dogs. I know you love I, them so much. Then why don't I you do. have one? Because I'm in a band and I tour a lot. Oh, and yeah. uh, I don't know. I don't own the place that I live. I just, I'm basement guy. I'm renting a basement from our drummer. So there's not really... A, there's not room for a dog in my life, but I see dogs. I see 25 dogs a week at my music students' house, houses. So they all smell me, and they think I'm a dog. And then every week it's like, oh, the dog human's here, and they come up, and Why I just sort of. Why do they think you're a dog? Them. Because I see so many dogs that I that they think I must be a dog. That's the only conclusion I can <laughs> come to. Well, that's a strange one. Because they love me. They come up to me all the time, and they put their little their little head on my knee when I'm trying to play guitar. Oh my God, that's adorable. And this one too, he always forgets who I am. His name is Java. So I walk in. Does he have Alzheimer's? No, I think he's just a little shit, but but I, but I walk in brain. Yeah. He's, he's stupid. He's, I mean, but he, he warms up eventually, but this is what he does. I walk in and he's like, like for like five minutes and I'm like, all right, fuck, I'm just going to sit on the couch and get ready to teach the lesson here. And then he gets used to me and then I'm teaching guitar and he'll put his little snout under my armpit and make <laughs> me start petting him. And I'm like, okay, okay, we're good. We're good. And then I stop and then he just like moves his head up and like makes me keep petting. And I'm like, God, you are just so Maybe needy. Maybe your pheromones job. smell like hamburgers. You think I smell like hamburgers? I'm, that's my theory. That's why they love you. They don't think you're a dog. They think you're a hamburger. Okay, um, I don't eat meat. Yeah, dogs do. Dogs eat meat, but how how do I smell like hamburgers if I don't eat hamburgers? It just comes out of your body that way. Some people are just blessed. I want to talk about a company. I'm on the corporate corporate thing today. But I want to talk about a company who made my little sister cry, and I am livid. Uh, it's American Apparel. Have you heard of oh, American Apparel? Yes. I've heard of, especially I've heard of Dov Charney, their 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 megalomaniacal um, leader. Yeah. Oh, creeper bag. Yeah, I learned a lot about American <laughs> Apparel since since I've been uh, do, since I've been dealing with this issue. So what happened was, I'll just tell the story really quick. Back when we started this podcast, it was around my birthday. So like 14 weeks ago, uh, my sister very kindly bought me a gift certificate to American Apparel online, which did not work when I went into the store. Did she want you to buy like a leotard or something? No. (laughs) Yes. I mean, no. I mean, (laughs) ah. okay. So, so this gift card didn't work and I was like, huh, that's kind of weird. So went home. And started contacting the people from American Apparel. And they're like, oh, that's really weird. Well, we'll definitely get on that. We'll email you in a, in a day or so and we'll get it figured out. Sure. And basically, long story short, uh, probably like me calling them 15 times and my sister calling them 15 times. And me showing up to the store five times and her showing up to the store five times and you know 20 emails later and four months later like just last week she finally got her money refunded but not after just dealing with the smuggest most douchey assholes that i can think of and i know that i can't i can't stereotype every single person yes you can yes you can because (laughs) i've talked to a lot of people that work there and and they always tell the same stories which is everything's expensive, but if you want to steal something and give it to your friends under the table, you can because there's no they don't keep track of it. That's the corporate culture there. 
that's yeah i'm not i'm not surprised but my sister got so livid that she she stopped telling me about her trying to get her money back because she knew it was like pissing me off so she didn't say anything for like a month and then she finally went into the store wanted to talk to a manager and this girl was like yeah, I just find it really hard to believe that uh, that all these people that you've gone through, they wouldn't just give you your money back. So I'm just having a little trouble believing you. And my sister just oh my lost, she lost her shit in the middle of the store, just starts to cry. And she's not like, she's not an emotional girl that just cries all the time or something like that. She she has to hit a she, wall. She got fucking pissed. She She lost her shit in the middle of the store. And so she called me. So I called the manager. Anyway, I just want to talk about... <laughs> yeah, just how terrible. Did you put on a cape first? <laughs> mm. I feel like you were like big brother to the rescue. I was. Oh man, I mean, it's half that. It's half that it was her, and it was hurting her feelings. But it's just justice was not being done. They she bought this service that they did not provide. Just give her her money back, and it literally took both of us months to finally get it get her money back. But that's not even yeah. the point. The point is. Every person that I dealt with working there was kind of like, kind of had this attitude of, you know, I'm better than you and right. uh, we're going to figure this out, even though. They're like, did you notice that I work at American Apparel? <laughs> yeah. I'm obviously cooler than the you. Mo- just so smug, so terrible. I don't know. American Apparel as a store reminds me of that person in college who is just trying to read as many books as they can and listen to bands that you've never heard of just to just to be that a little bit better than you. You know what I mean? But yeah. that into a store. And that's that's not even talking about the CEO, how he allegedly kept a woman as a sex slave and then they settled in court. I mean, oh, my God, did you hear that? No, yeah. I've only heard that he, like he used to or maybe he still does hire based on whether a girl will do like kind of nudie photo shoots. Yeah, that I completely believe. I mean, I feel like if you work in American Apparel right now, listener, you owe Patrick an apology personally. My sister, my little sister, you made her cry. Get yeah. a better if you if you listen to this podcast, you were probably not douchey. That's what I'm guessing. Just find just work somewhere <laughs> else. Go work at go work at a, an indie coffee place. Like down the street or some sort of fair trade. Yeah. You know, you're, place. you're better than this. Get Leave them. Leave them. But they're, they're like, but where, how do I get cool free shit for my friends? Patrick. What up, girl? Um... Is there anything that you love that has closed down forever? Probably Celebrity Fun Center. You know what that is? No. It was this big place in Denver that had like water slides and a bunch of cool shit. Hey, and now that I'm on it. Laser tag? All all of it, yeah. There's also a place called Discovery Zone, which had cool tubes you could climb in. I've been to the Discovery Zone. I think there was one in LA when I was a little kid. Yeah, I'm really reaching back here like before I was five, like things that I really liked to do back then. Well, the world is changing. One of the worst things about getting older is that the world that you like starts to change and you can never have it back. Yeah. (laughs) And for example, my neighborhood is gentrifying and a lot of the little ethnic uh, owned grocery stores and like a little Thai market. And uh, now my favorite corner grocery store is closing down because they the landlords are jacking the rents up. 
And I know that with apartments, you can only raise the rent. It's controlled. You can only raise it between 3 and 7%, whatever it is. But I think with businesses, you can just jack it up because all these old businesses that have been here forever are getting booted, basically, because they'll double their rent. So when I heard that my favorite corner store was closing, I was devastated because it's it's like one of my favorite things about living here. Do you think, though, that is it more the store or more you? More like you your little bit of your identity is wrapped up into this place that you really enjoy and you're familiar with and you're losing that yeah well i mean how is that different uh i think it's different than being like i really like this store but it's more you your attachment to it like you than the store does that make sense Uh, no (laughs) i'm getting deep i don't know i don't follow yeah i mean because i'm on a level where it's hard to follow you know yeah i'm just kidding um what am I? What am I trying to say? To say here, like it's more than you like the place. Like you like the place in you that comes out when you go there. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. The re- the reason I like it is it's got it's it's not just like a shitty little liquor store that sells cigarettes and Doritos. It's like a little grocery market where you can actually buy fresh produce, yogurt. It's got a deli counter where you can buy like kebab meat and stuff like that. You can buy po- like fresh pomegranate juice. Because that's a big thing in uh, in little in Russia and Armenia, and um, I, just the fact that I'm not going to have any of that anymore just makes me so upset. Okay, because I could just walk down there, in, and it was like half a block from where I live. Okay, what you said makes more sense than what I said. Okay, I'll give it to you. Oh, okay. fuck, fine, <laughs> Jesus. I was like, I like me better there. Uh, I think I know what you're saying. Is it feels hipper to shop at a small place than it does to shop at a Ralph's? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that, I guess that could be part of it, but it actually really is cheaper and more convenient for me than walking farther to the regular grocery store. But, um, and I'm like really attached to the people who work there too. Yeah. That is, that's really, that's shitty. But that's just everything. It's, it's everything is going the way of the corporation. Yeah. You can't have an independently owned anything anymore. Like, especially the bookstores. This is the the We Hate Corporations podcast hour with Almond and Patrick. Yeah, today. it's making our lives worse. It's true though, it is because their their motivations are profits, not your well being, which it should be. Right. Right? They're they're not and that's that's the whole thing with obesity and uh and everything right now with the world the way it is. They are after your money. They're trying to get as much money they can. They're not trying to make you less obese or more happy or more fulfilled or healthy or whatever. That's not their job. Do you think do you think we sound like commie pinko liberals right now? No. I think I think we do. I mean and I don't mean that in a bad way. Um <laughs> I just I think things are a balance life is a balance and this is a part of it, but I mean, I think the sentiment in America at least is that the the good guys are losing. I think everybody feels like right. That. And the thing is, it's capitalism. When it when capitalism is profit motivated, then we all get kind of fucked. <laughs> I wanted to play a song that actually made me cry yesterday because it's about losing your favorite corner store. Oh, and it's by Jonathan Richmond. It's called Corner Store, I believe. And I just wanted to play it. Okay, we're gonna roll that. I walk past just a
So I want to talk about flip flops. The <laughs> the little what I are you a hater? <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, okay. So, so I've been bringing up my girlfriend a little bit on this podcast. Yeah, I feel like you're bragging. I'm not bragging. No, I think you. Okay, are. we've we've had a lot of nice people write in and be like, "I've been listening since episode one or episode two. So you you guys know Am and I pretty well by now, and you know that I've had a string of very fucked up, just crazy relationships, and this one's going well. So I so okay. I don't even want to talk about flip flops now. I want to talk about this girlfriend. Well, the. <sighs> What do you want? <laughs> I, I don't know. What do you want to know? She's a, she's a great lady. I'm I'm really crazy. Did you meet her on OKCubes? I did meet her on OKCubes. Okay, that's all I want to know for now. We can move on to flip flops okay. now. <laughs> anyway, so this why I'm bringing flip flops up is because I was on the couch talking to my lady about how excited I was for summer to come up, and I said something to the tune of, "I can't wait till it's summer and where I can wear sandals." every day all the time so i don't have to (laughs) wash my socks and then and then she (laughs) that's the reason yeah that's one that's a reason the socks reason wow inconvenience you just you slip them on you slip them off and then you're good to go bam and when you say sandals you mean flip-flops right well i thought they were about buckleys i thought they were sandals but when i'm talking about basically a rubber oval shaped thing that you place your foot on with the like little thing in the middle that you put between your toes and then you go Right. Oval shaped. What? Or I don't know the shape of your foot. The- okay, basically, it sounds like you're describing a flip flop. I don't understand why you're Kay. scooching the issue. Because I don't know what. It, I, apparently, a sandal has more structure or more firmness or something. I don't know. Well, I don't. Okay, a flip flop is a type of sandal, but sometimes when you just say sandal, people are picturing like a Birkenstock with buckles and I do, you know old timey Pinocchio. I feet. I don't know. I'm a simple man, and basically, she just kind of laughed at me. And she said, you're kidding, right? And I said, no, not at all. Because she's the hater. She's not a hater. Okay. This is not, I'm not saying this to to paint her as a bad person because she's a great person. She, she has a really good sense of style. She dresses really well. It's like, uh, it's something that she really. That doesn't mean she's not a flip-flop hater. Okay. She's a flip-flop hater. Absolutely. See, okay. There we go. The truth comes out. She, she kind of said, like we've talked about on this podcast before about how guys, in particular, get older and just kind of give up on fashion. And uh, up until recently, I thought I was pretty fashionable. But I think now I'm somewhere right in the middle because I I really had no idea that that I was kind of unreasonable to do that. A lot of people think that this is a faux pas, and I disagree. Really? Yeah. Why do you disagree? I totally disagree. I don't know. There's just a time and a place for flip-flops. I'm not a big fan of guys wearing... Um, blazers and flip-flops. Mm-hmm. They think they're dressed nice and they're going to a restaurant and wearing flip-flops. I don't really agree with that. But I'm not one of these people that just says you can never wear flip-flops because fashion is always important. Yeah. <sighs> Summer is the perfect time for flip-flops. I mean, it was interesting, her her whole case for it. She was like... Is this going to be a deal breaker with your no, relationship? No, no. We, we've worked through it. We've talked about it. But she said... her. It was really funny. She's like... You, even your posture is messed up. It, it just looks, you just look like not as good. Like the sound that the flip-flops make on the ground, which that is true. I think that's a good argument. Like if you're in a Walgreens or a CVS or whatever, and it's like, <laughs> and everybody's looking at you and you feel self-conscious. If you're me and you feel self-conscious anyway. Uh, but I do feel self-conscious when I have loud shoes. I wear cowboy boots all the time and they're obnoxious. <laughs> but it was funny because I, 
I opened it up to an internet poll. I said, is that is that a bad fashion thing for me to do if I wear flip-flops basically all the time in the summer? And people said, yes. Yes, you did. And then I asked my band, and I said, why didn't you guys tell me? And they said, we thought you knew it looked bad, but we thought you didn't care, and that was your thing. <laughs> they literally said that. So I felt really good about myself for a while. Um <laughs> Oh, are you saying this crushed you? It didn't crush me. It just yeah, it did. It, it did. made you me cried a little bit. I didn't cry. It just made me think. I don't know. Like, what else is there? It kind of makes you think. What else are people not telling me? Right. Well, okay. What my what my girlfriend said was, if you had shown up, if our first date was in the summer and you'd shown up in flip flops, oh. I might not have let you kiss me at the end of the day. Oh, and oh I was god. like, oh my god. Uh, but then it, so it but then it made me breaker. think. What about in the last few years, what other opportunities in life have I ruined by wearing flip-flops in the summer? Now you're going to have a complex What if What if I was downtown and this guy saw me and he's like, oh yeah, I've seen his band Flashbulb Flyers play. They're really good. I'm thinking about signing them because I'm the head of a major label, but that guy's wearing sandals, so no deal. No. You know what I mean? Could that have happened? Yeah. I don't think that happened. Or to think... I feel like artists are allowed to wear what they want. But apparently I've been looking like an asshole. That yeah. is the overwhelming consensus other than your opinion. Everybody has said, yeah. Um, and pe- I put it on Facebook and people were mean about it. They were like, yeah, dude, flip-flops for the beach only. Jeez. And uh, I know. I know. And it was just sort of twisting the knife. So now I predict that you are not going to wear flip-flops again while you're still with your Snow White. <laughs> uh, I, I, it's, n- ah! I don't know, maybe a little bit, because they're so convenient. What is that reaction you do sometimes? It, it's frustration. It's me, that's frustration. Am I making you frustrated? It's frustrating that I thought something was so right and it was apparently so wrong for so long. Oh my God. If flip-flops are wrong, I don't want to be right. <laughs> All right, my song for this week is Body Party by Sierra. Have you heard this song? What? No. It's a fucking good song, actually. All right, can't wait. My body's your party, baby. Nobody's invited but you, baby. I can do it slow now. Tell me what you want. Baby, put your phone down, you should turn it off Cause tonight it's going down, tell your boys it's going down We in the zone now, don't stop You can't keep your hands off me Touch me right there, rock my body I can't keep my hands off you Your body is my party I'm doing this little dance for you Got me so excited Now it's just me and you Your body's my party Let's get it started Boy, you should know that your love Is always on my mind I'm not gonna fight it I want it all the time Boy, you should know that your love Is always on my mind I can't deny it I want you 
I want you, I can't lie, I won't lie, it's amazing. My faces, the places you're taking me. Baby, take your time now, there's no need to rush. We can go another round if that's what you want. Cause tonight it's going down, you know it's going down. We in the zone now, don't stop. Your hands off me, touch me right there, rock my body. I can't keep my hands off you. Your body is my party. I'm doing this little dance for you. You got me so excited. Now it's just me and you. Your body's my party. Let's get it started. Boy, you should know that you love. Is always on my mind I'm not gonna fight it I want it all the time Boy, you should know that your love Is always on my mind And I can't deny it I want you, I want you The things I wanna do to you My body's calling you I'm having so much fun with you Now it's just me on you Your body's my party Let's get it started Oh If you have something you want us to talk about Email us at 5 song at gmail.com And if you like what we're doing here on this little podcast, give us a nice rating on iTunes. I'm Om76. And my name is Patrick Michael McGuire. And we will see you next week.